0: okay we are recording on ipad let me turn on the fuji we are recording on fuji let me get the chair here so i can get myself a bit com a bit more comfortable This this should be like a comfy podcast it's not really a professional setup but i think we have a decent start right now all right let's clap sync Hey everybody, what is up? It is Stan the Man, welcome back to another Stan the Man podcast. How are you guys doing today? Hope you guys are doing really well. It is Sunday, the 27th of June, 2000, and goddamn 21. Like I mentioned before, how are you guys doing? Hope you guys are doing really well. I am in a... Yeah, I am currently in a weird time here in Aruba. In fact, we're all in a weird time here in Aruba. The local elections is just over. The local elections just finished with MEP, the MEP party, or MEP, being the winners of this year. Well, same as as like four fucking years ago. Now, but to be honest, I I really don't care about the fucking elections. In fact... Okay, that is a bit that is a bit hypocritical of me to say because I do care about the elections just a little bit because this election has been just full of controversy. Usually the elections are supposed to happen a few months from now but what ended up happening was the government the coalition gov- coalition governments don't usually last here on Aruba in fact they they, u- they rarely last more than two fucking years. the fact that this one lasts at least nearly four is a goddamn miracle but it ended up falling a couple of months back. So they formed the new coalition government and now they had to basically make the elections happen a little bit earlier and thus the elections happened, oh uh, was it, yeah, about two nights ago with MEP being the winner. And on election night I tried, okay, I have like a new setup as you can see over here. I have the camera mounted on a gimbal. I got a softbox light over here with Elytra Pro. I have the, after literally months of saving up, I finally was able to get my hands on a Shure SM7B microphone. I got a light over there that's just a, that's just a practical but we'll get into that later but for now let's just continue i have like my notes over here (laughs) so i tried to do like a little bit of like a little bit of a live stream to inaugurate the new studio by live streaming the election and i got so fucking i got so fucking bored and tired that i ended up just watching it like halfway through and then just going to bed it was, the only way I could describe it, it's like a woman talking about her day, you know? You're just bombarded with all this useless information. All of a sudden, your head feels like a freaking bowling ball attached to your neck. You're freaking struggling to keep it up, like fucking... You're just struggling. You're just struggling against Morpheus' sweet, sweet embrace. You're just your head just goes back and forth, back and forth. So, yeah, I think I lasted till about eleven p.m. before, like, Anna, fuck this. I am going to bed. But I wrote, I wrote down some bits and pieces that I remembered from uh, the election. All right, one of the things, yeah, I have it written down right over here. There were more invalid votes, so votes that don't really count as votes, than votes for HTC. Now, for those who don't know, or for those who haven't listened to my podcast in the past, the HTC, Juventud Te Cambio, I I, I can't even freaking remember what the acronym stands for, but they are a relatively new political party formed by millennials, people my age, um, or slightly older, or slightly younger. I don't freaking know. I just know that they are... (laughs) Stupid is uh, stupid is giving them a little bit of kindness, but we'll get to that later. So yeah, there were more invalid votes than for votes than votes for HTC. So I'm guessing we're not getting a theme park at Nicolas anytime soon. <laughs> the, why am I saying that? Why am I saying that? I have to li- to give you the context. Okay, I have to take you all the way back to the debates. This became a huge meme on Aruba during the debates. Uh, they were asked. Okay, what are their actual plans to revitalize San Nicolás? Now, San Nicolás, it used to be the industrial capital of the island back in the day with a huge refinery, Back in, with a huge refinery. A little bit of a history lesson here, folks. The Lago Refinery was once the largest refinery in the world, and it played a key part in supplying the Allied forces with kerosene and fuel. I think it was white fuel, I think it was called. Back during the Second World War, it was so important back in the day that the, even the Nazis attacked it back in the mid 1940s. So, but eventually, as oil became a bit of a I'm not I'm not saying a commodity, but as oil became less and less important, you know, with global warming and everything, it just traded off like with multiple energy crises. It just traded off from company to companies, and the refinery ended up getting smaller and smaller and smaller. From what I remember, at first it was the Lago company then it turned into the Shell refinery, then it got, then it turned into Coastal, then I think Texaco got it once, no, Valero, sorry, Valero had it for a little bit, and then it's Sitgo. and I don't know who's the owner of the refinery right now, but The refinery has been shut down since 2009, I don't really remember, I may as well be talking out of my ass, and it took a lot of life out of San Nicolás, San Nicolás is literally a former shell of what it once was, and multiple parliaments across multiple generations have been trying to, you know, revitalize the city for the past 16 years now, I think, and, (laughs) alright, keep in mind you have a huge refinery. If you're going to ask me, I honestly don't see the point in continuing to invest in oil and continue to invest in oil refining here on Aruba, especially right now with oil prices are continuing to plummet due to, well, multiple governments and multiple countries leaning more towards renewable energy sources. So it makes sense not to go for oil these days, but fucking these guys don't want to listen. In fact, there have been I don't know how many like at least over 2000 people that have been laid off when the refinery closed. Some of them ended up finding like engineering jobs and stuff like that. Some of them are not that professional or not they're not good at anything else. So it's hard for them to find jobs anywhere else in in any other economy here. Some had to move away from the island. Some are just some are still jobless to this freaking day. So there is a bit of I wouldn't say urgency. No, there is a bit of there is a sense of urgency uh, to actually get the refinery back up to give these people their jobs back, right? But come on, it's it's not going to fucking happen overnight. So, all right, you think a refinery like that with all that fucking iron, why not just repurpose the iron? Melt it down, sell, melt it down, sell it as commodities. But fucking no, they want to keep they want to keep kicking a dead horse. Okay, they keep trying to reinvent the wheel each time. And then you have Gilbert over here, the head of the HTC political party, Juventud Te Cambio. <laughs> and he said, yeah, he wants to get rid of the refinery. Okay, I was with him up until there. Then he said he wanted to make an amusement park in San Nicolás. Which, honestly, isn't really that far-fetched. <laughs> it's not that far-fetched when you think about it, but come the fuck out. We're talking about San Nicolás here, all right? We're talking Chocolate City, Pleasure City, all right? You, you go over there, you find all the mariposas. If you know, for those who know who those people are, okay, you know what, what the fuck I'm talking... Okay, there, there are prostitutes over there. The place is just known for prostitutes these freaking days, right? It's like the Campo Alegre of Aruba. And so I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how would some kind of Disneyland-esque theme park would work. Okay, imagine this. Okay, think, bear with me for a second. Bear with me. Let, me. let me paint the scene for you. You're a happy father. And now you want to take your beautiful wife and your three small children. <laughs> you want to take your beautiful wife and your three small children to the grand opening of Disneyland Aruba by HTC. Anywho, you head on over there. You see your daughter having a good time. You see your wife having a good time. You see your son having a good time. You see your other son that you don't really talk about having a good time. Okay. Life is good. Then all of a sudden, the daughter says, mommy, 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 I want to take a picture with Snow White. Then, all right, you and your beautiful wife, you take the other kids, you prepare to take a picture of your daughter with Snow White. Now keep in mind, Snow White is also Mariposa from like freaking fifteen years ago who you who you used to come visit regularly on your lonely nights you know fifty bucks an hour that type of jazz <laughs> how how awkward do you think that family photo is going to be how awkward do you think that family photo is going to be and then all of a sudden like, oh wow, oh wow, you look like her sweetie how awkward is that car ride going to be back home is going to be back home The wife suddenly points out that the daughter has snow White's eyebrows. <laughs> Anyway, we're plowing ahead. One of the other things that came up was one of the MEP leaders, Mep, said they worked really hard in order to convert. (laughs) Convert a certain neighborhood. I don't know why this got to me, okay? Maybe the way that he said they worked hard to convert the neighborhood just unnerved me slightly. I'm like, all right, that doesn't sound ominous at all. Did you, like, convert them? Okay, this... You know what I think? You want to know what I think? I think they might have used the gridlock traffic to starve them until they were forced to vote. Like, hey, yo, either you vote for me or your kids are not going to (laughs) eat. Like, it is the traffic during this election season was just insane just people constantly campaigning for their favorite political party all that jazz okay i get it it's tradition and stuff like that i never saw the point of it okay like this this is where you get like those fucking selfish ass thoughts now i remember i was i was talking to a buddy i was talking to a buddy of mine at work and like don't you think covid killed enough people and me like an idiot said what was on my fucking mind have you seen the fucking traffic Clearly not enough. <laughs> it clearly hasn't killed enough. <laughs> These are jokes, people. These are jokes. Another thing that I freaking noticed is, yeah, me and my family we were at Cafeteros, right, which is in Tanque Lane, there near the center, of, near the center of the island, right. And all of a sudden, we see a AVP convoy passing through, and I'm looking through the window, and all of a sudden, there's Mike Amon right there. I think it was Mike Amon. I don't know. It's one of their, it's one of their political leaders, and they're just like standing up in the middle of the jeep in a traffic jam moving two or three kilometers an hour no cover and then it got me to think it okay back in the day where our liberator betico cruz was still around there was an assassination attempt on him in the exact same fashion he was standing in a jeep and some freaking moron with a gun tried to shoot him in fact he actually did get shot but he survived and that got me thinking is that really safe like you know as a politician you know you are a very i would say opinions of your opinions of yourself is like heavily divided amongst the people some people really love you some people would pull the plug of your life support to charge your phone so is it really a smart idea to be in that slow-moving traffic in a car with no fucking cover whatsoever? I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting there thinking, what's stopping some kind of freaking maniac with a gun to just run up there and shoot you? It's not like the driver can just plow through the 60, 70 cars in front of them. Like you, the driver, I don't know, whoever the, whoever the hell's in there with you, they're, they're, they're not going to have a good time. <laughs> All right, plowing ahead. Not always the traffic horrendous, okay? Yep. Not all. Oh, oh, I already went through this. So oh, yes, yes, I remember this. I remember this. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just watching. I'm like struggling to watch the election via live stream on Facebook. Right? I'm just, I'm just freaking struggling to stay awake. So eventually, they were like showing one of these freaking election parties. You know it's uh, what's an election party basically is like friends gather in their more successful friends house because he has like the big yard the booze and everything to like watch the election like some kind of depressing version of a super bowl party or some shit okay I, it's usually an excuse for like less successful friends to like steal booze from the more successful friends all right don't fucking lie to me <laughs> so i'm scanning the background right and eventually my eyes land on this freaking kid. He must have been like maybe 8 or 9, I don't freaking know. And I freaking related to that kid in that fucking moment. What do I mean by this? This kid is like sitting down. He looks shell-shocked. He's got like the free- he's got like the freaking the full metal jacket fucking stare. You know like the dude who before he killed the freaking drill instructor just freaking The whole freaking time. He does not want to be there. The kid looks shell-shocked. The kid looks like he just got pulled out of a bombed building. um, I I don't think I should make that fucking joke. It's already out there. These are jokes, people. Remember, these are jokes. Like... Christ! In that moment, I autumn, I immediately felt this kid's pain because my parents used to do the exact same thing. They used to take us to like these election parties because babysitting back then was a taboo here. There was no, there were no babysitters in Aruba. Wherever you went, your kids fucking wherever you went, your kids went with you. <laughs> Your kids went with you. And if you didn't go and and if they didn't want to go with you, man, you would catch like a freaking, you would catch a fucking Birkenstock flip flop. I'm not talking regular tankletas. I'm talking those Birkenstock those Birkenstock flip flops that are about as thick and heavy as tank armor. You know that getting hit with that shit was like the freaking ass whooping equivalent of being shot with a fucking fifty cal. And my mom, she was accurate with that fucking thing. She like walk in the room, didn't even have to aim. Just, it would like, I, w- I could be across the fucking house and somehow that flip flop would find its target and accurately too, precisely back of the fucking head. Ow, I actually hit myself really hard. Anyway, now I related to that kid in that moment, right? Now, give me a second. I am going to pause the recording so I can actually double check the camera because this camera does have like a 15 minute recording time limit. I will be back to you in a little bit. Recording on iPad. Recording on Fuji. I freaking hope to Christ I am in focus. If if I'm not in fo- if I'm not in focus, ladies and gents, yeah, then I'm then I'm not in focus. I really don't care anymore. It took. I'm just proud that I finally got somewhat of a decent setup going on over here. I'm just happy to be back on that way. Even though I freaking hate this place and I'm struggling to leave, I'm honestly glad to be back. I moved into a new op- a lot of things happened. Uh, oh god. <clears throat> A lot of freaking things happened while I was gone. For those who don't know, for if you notice like a sudden dip in audio quality in like the last few podcasts, it's because those podcasts are actually recorded on a... Yeah, I recorded those podcasts on a headset that connected to my studio headphones. In fact, here's here's the clip right here. I don't know if the camera is going to be able to see that. Same as always, there's going to be two versions of this podcast. There's going to be a video version up on my YouTube and an audio version on Spotify or wherever podcasts can be found. I spent the last few weeks acquiring, like using some of the money that I saved up in Curacao, acquiring some shit. For example, I like photography. I bought a Lytra Pro, which is lighting me up right now with a bit of Softbox. I ordered the Shure SM7B, and in case you haven't noticed, I moved into a new apartment. <laughs> okay, this giant space right here is the living room that I'm recording in right now, hence why it's echoey as all hell. I might do some acoustic paneling, but I'm going to have to ask the owner's permission because remember, it is an apartment, and it's supposed to be reused. It's not going to be like per- permanent fixtures and stuff like that. I was able to get my computer and everything set up, but man, nah, let me... Okay. Okay. Let me take you back to Curacao for a little bit. So, if all goes well, our buddy, our buddy, Tyson, okay, big nosed motherfucker, a uh, big nosed motherfucker, right? He should be finishing his course right now. So, I was in the course to become a corporal, the corporal of the VVO, for my job. And yeah, shit ended up happening. I ended up getting COVID. I ended up getting COVID. And okay, so during isolation, I was actually having fun during isolation. Okay, things were going great. I didn't have any severe symptoms, but little did I know that my body was being destroyed <laughs> from the inside, fucking out. Oh man, yeah, we after after quarantine, we just went back out. And we started with an 8-kilometer run at exam pace, right? And Christ alive, there was like no freaking buildup whatsoever. Things were going great. And then all of a sudden, it just felt like I was breathing. I was like, I just ran a marathon. And they suddenly forced me to breathe through a straw. And I thought, all right, now we were two weeks in quarantine. Maybe it's just going to take a while for our physical endurance to go back up. Flash forward a couple of weeks later. It's time for another field week. Not not just any field week. Bivak Patruya. Now, this field week was supposed to be nearly a week long. Six days out in the field. Usually, that's... I love the field. I really do. I love going out in the field. But I don't know what happened in this one. So... We're doing a patrol. We're doing a mock patrol ride with all our gear, with our crusaders, which is this fucking huge backpack strapped to your back, right? Anybody who is walk, if if you're in any kind of infantry division, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Those freaking backpacks it suck like the soul out of your body. But it is kind of nice to like wear them uh, over a long distance. And I'm I'm getting off topic here. So we're walking, we're walking, we're walking, and all of a sudden I started noticing that I couldn't breathe properly at first i thought okay maybe this this shit's not strapped on my back so i freaking restrapped it okay took a break still won't still i'm still not able to breathe and me being the freaking stubborn idiot that i am i didn't mention anything to my drill instructors i did not mention anything at first so i'm gonna be honest i started crying at a certain moment like why the fuck am i feeling so goddamn weak and i don't know what ended up happening i took off my crusader I knelt down and I still couldn't breathe properly. Then I started to panic and that caused me to hyperventilate, which already was not a good idea because I couldn't fucking breathe, right? I tried to stand up, my knees buckled, and that's as far as I can remember. The next thing I know, I'm in the back of I'm in the back of one of our instructors uh, on one of our instructors' uh, pickup trucks, and I'm at the main camp, and I got a cool vest around me. It's literally a vest filled with cold water to cool you down. Okay, and yeah, they're asking me if I'm alright. They're taking my pulse, making sure, and I could not remember for the life of me what the hell happened. <laughs> so. How my colleagues described it was another colleague had a problem, one of the corpus and stuff like that. And one, once that whole kerfuffle was over, they just turn around and just see me with like a freaking, with a freaking, um, we call it, uh, I, I think you guys call it canteens. We call it a veltfles. I have the freaking veltless in a hand and I'm trying to freaking drink out of it. And I'm just like. I'm shaking like a madman the entire time so yeah that wasn't fun. <laughs> that was not fun at all. So I had to go back to I had to go back to base to get checked out by the doctor and the doc said, okay well if you feel look if you feel fine by tomorrow I see no reason why you shouldn't be able to go to the field me again me me I me Joe ik May. Said <laughs> my name, Stan, <laughs> being the freaking idiot that I am, said, okay, now, you know what? I'm not going to take it easy. I'm going to go back to the fucking field because why the fuck not? I've been working on a fucking five-paragraph order for a week now, and somebody's calling me. Give me two seconds. It's my mom. Hey ma. No sushi? A bliss? No sushi. Um, seguro, me digo passe bananboy buskin? no não sou daquela. Que hora vos andia a ganhar, caval? Um, tem em os sapatinho. Ó, Ronaldo, diz Miranda, posso para a boy me da base da recording on podcast or what it means in fact not the thing you and the ball. Tá Eh, but the stem to me, boto raio but stem to me zona mas deep que normal. Quanto ta, quanto I don't know how long it tá do it I not I I da do I don't know they're ordering sushi and they're, I'm wondering if I, if I wanted any, that's, that's, that's possibly like the only good thing about living on a small island is like everything is close to each other. That's, that's basically it <laughs> now, nah, but anyway, what the fuck was I saying? Yeah. So anyway, I went back to the field anyway, and things were going great. I did my order. We did the recce patrol that was in that order. I was doing runs and everything. I felt fucking fantastic. And then one morning, I wake up, and I notice I can't move the right side of my face. Like, I try to smile. This side, this side moves. This side could not freaking move. I'm like, all right, now, maybe I just slept on a rock, pinched a nerve or some shit. I'll be better in, like, a few hours. In fact, no, I, would, I could not have been more. Okay, now, basically, I thought I was fine, and then say it with me now. Everything went wrong. It just got worse and worse and worse until finally one of the, when finally the sergeant major noticed that my face was freaking... I started looking like an inbred version of Sylvester Stallone. And then he looked at me and was like, yo, now nah, get in the car, cool off for a little bit. Let's see what the hell's wrong with you. So, yeah, uh, a few days later, I am back at the dock. And, yeah, it turns out I had Bell's palsy. Bell's Palsy, okay? There is no official cause for Bell's Palsy. Basically, to summarize for you, the nerve that controls the muscles in my face just decided to tap out. I don't know. Say, hey, man, you had COVID. You had a fucking heat stroke. I'm out this shit. I'm out this bitch. And, like, for freaking... Three whole weeks. I couldn't blink properly. I couldn't eat properly. Smile properly. I oh man, my my freaking oh man, my buddies constantly freaking busted my balls because this. I am there's this one buddy in particular. I am glad he was not there to see this. He would have bullied me until he would have bullied me to an inch of my fucking life. Like every time I freaking smile, I look like the dude from Goonies going, Hey, you guys?" I don't know, for those like following me on social media, you've probably seen it before on Facebook or whatever. But yeah, that was not a fucking fun time. I I think I never thought uh, there's this permanent bump here in my lip that it's, it's really hard. It feels like a soft, mushy rock. It feels like clay, okay? There's like mouth, 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 and then there's this mass over here. Don't worry, they checked it out. There's nothing wrong with it. I just bit my lip every fucking time i ate because why whenever i would eat dish okay my mouth would open but this lip would not move so i would literally have to freaking stuff food down the other side okay and every time i chewed I, I'm, and i mean every single meal i would bite the shit out of my lip now keep in mind just because this side of my face was oh god just because this side of my face was paralyzed, that doesn't mean that I couldn't feel anything. I oh man, just every time I would eat, it like, mm, 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 mm. <sighs> and the bit the bitchy thing about it is, whenever you freaking bite your lip, wherever you bit your lip, right, it's going to swell up. It's going to be a bigger target, and you're going to end up biting it again. <laughs> that was literally the vicious cycle that I was in for like freaking. I don't know how long it lasted. Four, or five fucking weeks. Now, and you want to know the... Okay, now, and they prescribed me prednisone. Prednisone is a type of steroid. Not big muscles steroid. No, it's literally a steroid that freaking raises your blood sugar. My face got all fucking puffy. I, it helped. Okay, I'm not going to lie. It helped. Prednisone helped me out a lot. But I freaking hated it. I got the jitters. I had these freaking horrible twitches the whole freaking time. One episode, I freaking remember... In Curacao, there's this huge ass mall called Sambil. All right. And in this huge ass mall, there was a Levi store. And I thought, oh, you know what? I've been saving enough money. I'm, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to buy me a sweet ass denim jacket from Levi. So we're in Levi, and I found a sweet ass denim jacket that I really love. And I'm with my buddy, and I'm with my buddy. Let's call him Mr. Short, right? So we're over there, and I'm trying to talk, and I'm talking to the cashier. So, oh, no, it's a good, oh, no. he, keep in mind, he is in the changing room, right? He doesn't see me. <laughs> he's in the changing room right and i'm like putting on the jacket trying it on the lady's giving me comments like oh no and i'm talking and all of a freaking sudden okay let me show you how it went down okay oh no it's a really cool no it's a really cool jacket i really like, ah, like that that's literally what it looked like have you ever pulled a muscle in your neck have you ever pulled a muscle in your neck now imagine that feeling starting from like the seventh the seventh cervical vertebrae over here, going all the way down to the bottom of your leg. Li- it felt like I was struck by lightning, just ah, like that, and it was audible. And the lady looked the lady looked at me like I was ready to pull out a gun and start a massacre right there. And I could just hear I could just hear short fucking snickering in the other room, like, like that, And he references that he. Every fucking time we talk about it, every time I have a stutter, look, I speak faster than I can think. So I'm going to stutter a lot sometimes. And every time I'm I'm stuttering or doing something stupid, he fucking reminds me of freaking that. In fact, all my colleagues remind me of that. Okay, freaking <laughs> one just a Bell's policy, Bell's policy. He can't pronounce it right. So he calls it Bell's policy, Bell's policy. Fuck off. Look. You don't, you don't need enemies with friends like that, folks. You just don't. <laughs> All right. Join the military. Look, if you have an ego, join the military because they will get rid of your fucking ego quick, my dude. Quickly. Oh, Christ alive. So, yeah. Another symptom I had for, like, from, like, taking prednisone is that I couldn't sleep properly. I fucking hated that. I would, like, take pret And they would recommend me to take prednisone, like, Right before I go to bed, because what would end up happening? What would end up happening? It'll literally just cause all your hormones to go out of whack. So your brain will end up thinking, hey, no, it's a wakey time. It's wakey, wakey time. So the doctor recommended me to actually take it like the second I go to bed. So at least I'll get like four, even six hours of sleep before my brain goes, hey, it's wakey, wakey time. It's wakey, wakey time. So, yeah, that was like the whole fucking dilemma. (laughs) Christ alive, man. If you heard that freaking spritz, I have like the thing that sprays air freshener. So now this entire living room just smells like, just smells like lavender. So yeah, uh, and now my eyes, everything is like good. My eye, my right eye is still a bit slow, but other than that, uh, uh, excuse me, other than that, things are going hunky freaking dory. Now I'm going to pause this real quick and move on to the next segment. All right, we are recording on Tablet. Recording on Fuji. (sighs) This is the behind the scenes, people. You know, it's kind of funny. With all the shit that I have right now, I still... All right, I still did not get a Atomos freaking Ninja Five, which is an external recorder that can action that I can actually use to bypass this whole bullshit of this whole bullshit ten minute recording lim- time limit that the XT thirty has. Maybe when I upgrade to an XT four, but that's not gonna happen anytime soon. Okay, uh, that's not gonna happen anytime soon. If if all goes well, I may be able to afford it. I don't know. I'm like freaking three months, but you know, I have rent to pay and that type of jazz. Anywho, plowing ahead. Plowing ahead. Nah, but uh Christ, like and okay. So the whole COVID situation ended up having ended up getting us like so freaking bad that like the sergeant we had to do we had to do like another test at some kind of sports therapist or some shit right so we had like run and he was like taking sam uh, we had like run on treadmills and all that jazz meanwhile they're just uh checking out our heart rate our blood saturation all our oxygen satur- saturation all that jazz okay and the results were not that great <laughs> the results were awful what do i mean by that is yeah. Um, the doc said, OK, we are not allowed to go above a heart zone two for about six weeks. And for uh, the operating center in Curaçao, that's um, not that's a no go. So we're in the middle of another field week and the sergeant major tells us, yeah, I'm sorry, boys, it's, it's over. You guys are going home. And of course, we, we felt pissed because at that point, we only had a month left in the course. We only had a month left in the course and all of a sudden you're telling me that I have to go fucking back? So you're telling me like the last five fucking months of hard work, no freaking sleep, was for nothing? God damn, but... Uh, they fought our case. It, we ended up getting, we ended up getting a happy ending. So instead of being completely kicked off of the course, <laughs> uh, we are basically our uploading. Our course is on pause. Okay. The rest of the guys, they're going the non COVID dudes. They are going to finish it like normal, but we have to come back in November and finish it regularly. Okay. So, in the meantime, i'm back i I feel like I feel like I'm at a hundred percent. okay, I've been running. If actually no, that's not that's not completely true. I haven't ran in a week because freaking a bit more than a week ago, I dislocated my fucking middle finger. I'm starting to move it now. I'll like if I'll like insert a video in like the video version of this freaking podcast, but I don't know to to summarize at a, like this side of twenty twenty one just had me. It just had us us going through a lot of bad luck, but fucking, I can, like, sit and complain about it all I freaking want. It's not going to change the fact that, hey, no, I, okay, we got off lucky instead of, like, starting off, starting this whole freaking thing again next year, all over again next year, okay, so we got off lucky. That is the silver lining here. Like, fucking, I had COVID. I had a heat stroke. Half my face didn't fucking work. I dislocated my freaking hand. I got kicked out of a course that I was working my ass off to complete. Now, I didn't get kicked off completely. We're going back in November. But still, it kind of sucks that we aren't able to finish, like, with the rest of our buddies. Again, you know, Salmon Samanthais, right? We wanted to finish this fucking thing together. But, hey, shit like that happens. you, You gotta let go of, like, the illusion... We can control certain things, but a lot of things we just cannot control. And I fucking hate it. Oh, man. We all have, like, that one family member whose only life experience was their divorce because they cheated on their husband. And I don't know. She has, like, the nerve to come to me. It's like, maybe this is for a reason. Have you considered the fact that these things just tend to fucking happen? Did you cheat on your husband for a fucking reason? <laughs> or we just or did you just feel horny one night and he wasn't there? Give me a freaking break. Look. Shit tends to fucking happen. You can either let, let it get to you. You can either let it get to you or you can just choose to fucking plow ahead. I chose to fucking plow ahead and i'm really happy where i am right now i'm not stuck at the door i'm not stuck at the security detail at base which is great i have a fucking normal sleep schedule keep in mind i do have to wake up at like a quarter past five every goddamn morning but it still beats like waking up 4 a.m one day then waking up at 2 p.m the next day working from 6 p.m to 6 a.m the next day and repeating it the next like right now i have a regular sleep schedule I fucking enjoy it. I have a bigger apartment that's cheaper than my last apartment. And I live, yeah, I live like right there now. I don't live, I don't live freaking half an hour away from work anymore. I can literally step outside and jog to work and make it there in less than 10 minutes if I walk like a, if I run a five, a five kilometer pace, a five minute pace. So yeah, things are looking up for a little bit. And you gotta, you gotta pay attention to these small things, man. Like, you really do. I've seen plenty of people complaining, like, oh, not, complaining about, oh, no, 2020 hasn't been their year. 2021 hasn't been their year. Look, I fucking get it. But you got to keep on fucking going, man. 2021 hasn't been anyone's year. Like, it, it's it been a freaking shit show. We finally... Oh, yeah, I'm still waiting for my freaking vaccination. I'm still waiting for my freaking vaccination appointment. I'm, I'm still waiting on you, David But I think I should call them. Maybe the app's faulty now. Maybe I should. Maybe I should call them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I shouldn't like call them out because everybody else is. Everybody else is getting vaccinated except for me. And maybe because that's just my own fucking fault. I should fucking call them and get the shit over with. But yeah. That's all that's been going on. That's all that's been going on in these last few weeks. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Maybe next time I will have more to talk about it. But right now, I'm just here to keep things short, simple, show off the light for a little bit, show off the rest of the quote unquote studio. If all goes well, and I'm hoping this all goes well, I might even have a guest on my next podcast. In the meantime, hope you guys stay safe, stay awesome, stay hydrated. This is Stan The Man signing off. Why the why do I keep trying to wink at the fucking camera?